You're listening to Game Men's Podcast, GPod News. I'm your host, Michael Roberts. On today's episode, we talk with the co-founder of the streaming service Fearless, actor and director Matt Kai. We answer your questions and more on this Friday, September 11th, 2020 episode of Game Men's Podcast, GPod News. We have a special guest on today's show, co-founder of the streaming service Fearless, husband and cat dad, film creator and actor, and total goof, according to your Instagram page, Matt Kai. How are you doing? Good. I'm I'm very good. Glad to be here. Great. So uh, we usually do a question of the day with um, our special guests. Now, sometimes the question gets really uh, odd, so... You're not really obligated to help answer, but if you want to help answer it, that's totally fine. I mean, you can do my job and I can just sit here and and laugh. So uh, let's get into the question of the day. This comes from Benz from Upland, California, and he writes, So me and my boyfriend have been together for four years, and he has always asked me if we can bring someone into our relationship to date together. I always have said no. But he recently asked me again, and I said we should try it. He is now calling me a cheater and that I am the problem because I said yes to his question. I really don't know what to do. What are your thoughts? You want to answer this one first, or uh, you want me to well, go at um, it? Yeah, I mean, that's it, it's um, that's a wild situation that, that you're in. That's a, that's a predicament, for sure. Um you know, I would say that there's there's clearly some underlying trust issues or something. I mean, I'm no expert, but like, you know, if right. someone suggests something and then they turn around and say that you're the problem, even though you've said yes to what they've suggested, you know, it's right. almost like, hey, that was that a trick question or I, I don't understand what's going on here. So exactly. So I think in especially in this situation where he's, you know, his boyfriend asked him multiple times and i should be directing my uh words to the to the listener um your your boyfriend has uh, you know asked you multiple times and the one time that you say yes he seems to be more hostile towards you so my thing is is psychologically i automatically think that um you know is he cheating or does he have issues with uh you know he wants you to always say no to this question but why is he asking it? Is he asking it because, you know, he's um, uh, cheating or is it he's asking it because, you know, he wants to make sure that you don't want to, you know, add someone else to your relationship. So this is when it gets a little bit tricky um, from what I'm reading and to give you advice. I mean, I really don't know. This is the, the issue is is communication so now you need to sit down with your partner and be like well why do you think i'm cheating because i you know said yes to your question and this is when it's going to get a little bit tricky um advice i have i mean do you want do you have any advice for for uh i mean i would say that you two need to have a like a serious conversation about this i mean i have friends who are you know in a throuple and stuff and It can be very successful, but you're, the lines of communication have to be very clear. 
And also there's a difference between having a throuple or a three-way relationship and having a threesome. You know, there's a difference between turning the couple into a three-way relationship or just, hey, let's have some fun with another guy and let's enjoy it and that's sort of it. So I think it's maybe judging expectations. Maybe one of you wanted one thing, the other wanted something else, but if you don't talk about it with each other, you're never going to know. Right, and if it is the situation where he did want to bring someone uh, into the relationship and, you know, there shouldn't be a reason why he's, you know... Uh, accusing you of cheating um there's something underlining that is going on that's not that we don't know about so my best guess here is that a he's um one of those guys that want to make sure that you're not cheating so he's gonna go around it instead of directly asking you you know talking to you about it he's gonna go around it a different way he's gonna ask you if you want if you want to bring someone else into your relationship um a lot of people do that you know we get questions all the time about this you know when i go to you know clubs and talk about sexual health and relationship health i get a lot of people that are you know what i i'm i I was you know i'm being accused of cheating but it's only after the fact where my boyfriend says oh hey let's bring someone else in or let's bring in a group in or let's date other people or let's be poly or something like that so there is an underlining issue is the underlining issue him cheating or is the underlining issue that he doesn't he wants to make sure that you're not cheating and by you saying yes he thinks you're cheating so no matter what there's gonna have to be some communication um between both of you Um, as well as if it really is the situation where he does want to bring someone else in, um, really, I don't think his reaction to you saying yes would be that you're a cheater. So again, without, yeah, I I don't think so either. It sounds, it sounds to me like, like, you know, that it was almost a trick question that he's almost trying to figure something out or, uh, yeah. I mean, if someone was serious about actually wanting to do that sort of thing, um, which I mean, I've done it, my friends have done it. Like it's. You know, there's right. It's great. Right. Um, but I mean, realistically, if, if you're suggesting that sort of thing, um, y- you most likely want it. Right, so right. either he does want it and he's not sure how to finish having that conversation with you. Right. Or it was a bit of a trick question. He's just trying to suss something out. But either way, it sounds like you two have a right. lot of communicating right. to do. Or he wants a date outside the the relationship, but he doesn't want you to date outside yeah, the maybe. relationship. Yeah, maybe. And I that's... mean, <laughs> go ahead. Well, and I mean, some couples choose to do that as well. Some right. cho- couples choose, you know, to have a partner on the side, but not together. And so there's there's many versions of it. It's whatever right. works for you too. Right. Um, and also, a lot of times people talk about like, and I, I only say this because I've you know I've been in a relationship for a long time now. Right. Um, but a lot of people talk about, you know, relationships being equal. And from my experience, they're hardly ever equal. Oh, exactly. um, I think it's about figuring out what you want, figuring out what they want, and just making that work. Right. And, you know, I'm always the one to say that, you know, a relationship isn't 50-50. It's 100-100. You put in your all, they put in their all. Ooh, um, I like that. You know, I might that start is, saying that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one thing that I think a lot of people don't do is they don't put in their all it doesn't mean changing yourself it means you know coming up with compromises and you know we get this again in 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 this situation if this is the case which i highly think it is if your boyfriend wants to date out the relate 
out of the relationship and he doesn't want you to do it you know it's gonna have to be a communication thing and you guys are gonna have to set boundaries for each other and things like that but you have to have an open discussion and you have to sit down there and not get mad at the answers that your partner is going to say because you know they might say something shocking but it's your guys's if you guys really love each other it's your guys's you know uh uh, responsibility to you know understand the other person's side and come up with a arrangement that is perfect for you know both partners um, both people so I hope this kind of answers your question um, we have to take a break uh, when we return we'll be talking with Matt Kai we'll be right back Welcome back. So, of course, we are talking with uh, Matt Kai. So, let's first, uh, let's talk about the streaming service Fearless. Um, yeah, of course. So, I mean, this is totally like a, you know, uh, open mic kind of deal. So, you know, just let us know, you know, what is Fearless? Well, uh, Fearless is a streaming service that I started to help increase representation and inclusion in the film industry. Okay. So Fearless showcases inclusive content. So LGBT, female, uh, POC, mental health, disabilities, basically any content that is being underrepresented, you know, right. from Hollywood, um, we're showcasing that. And we showcase content from independent filmmakers. So, you know, perspectives all around that are just sort of not being seen as much is what Fearless is all about. So we like to say that 99% of what's on Fearless is not available on Netflix or Hulu or uh, Peacock or any of the others. Because, right. you know, we're just curating an extremely unique uh, set of content. So that's basically what it's all about. Awesome. Um, so, okay, so they basically use, you know, uh, you know, you have film creators that are, you know, mostly in that genre, um, and, uh, you know, you can basically get their, their stuff on, on Fearless. Um, so... Yeah, we work directly with filmmakers, we work with distributors, aggregators, okay. you know, it's, it's a whole process, but yeah, essentially, sure. <laughs> you know, budgets vary from something that was shot on someone's iPhone, of course, only if it's really, really good. Right. Um, all the way up to things that, you know, budgets was a million dollars. I mean, like, it, it depends. Right. So there's a wide variety. So you're getting, you know, from, you know, new production, you know, to, you know, older maybe production companies or uh, directors or film creators, you know, that have been in it in the, in the business for a while. So you're getting that very... Uh, big gap on you know new content creators and you know maybe older content creators that you know uh know what they're doing basically yeah yeah not yeah. saying it's, that I mean, other big, people don't a, know what they're doing but you know what I mean. yeah for sure uh yeah it's, it's a big mix um no it, exactly what you said there's there's kind of established filmmakers and there's first time filmmakers there's student filmmakers at the end of the day we curate everything so everything goes through a review process and we only pick the best stuff so you know this isn't sort of you know that random web series that you ran into that is you know shaky with bad sound that's right. not what this is right um this is highly curated so it's the kind of stuff you might see at a film festival okay uh, and that sort of idea in fact many of the 
films and series on there are, are award winners from TIFF and Sundance and everything else. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah. And then sometimes the big stars too, they, they just want to do projects that are closer to their heart. Right. Um, so like David Arquette is in one of the films on Fearless and Mark Duplass. Okay. Um, I don't know if I say his, pronounce his name right, but, um, you know, he's in a film actually that just came out today. So, right. Right. Um, Yeah. Awesome. So you're also a film creator and actor. So, uh, I mean, how is yeah, that? Yeah, I, I am. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because actually the reason why I started Fearless was because I was creating films uh-huh. and I couldn't find a home that I wanted to put them on. You know, I didn't want to put them out on YouTube for free. Right. And, right. you know, the, the big guys like Netflix, they don't take the kind of content that I make. Right. Um, exactly. You know, they don't take the content from independent filmmakers. And also their selection of diverse content in terms of mental health, LGBTQ, et cetera, exactly. uh, is limited. So oh, exactly. whereas on Fearless, that's priority. So, yeah, I, I made uh, two series um, called It's Complicated and So That Happened. Um, and I made two big short films and yeah. Fun time. So, uh, now, um, when it comes to acting, uh, what would you tell people that are just getting into acting and, you know, some key points on, you know, building their acting career or building, you know, their, their, uh, creative films and stuff like that. What advice would you give them? I used to say create your own work, okay. but it's clear that by me creating my own work, I ended up with a streaming service. So, right. you know, maybe that's not for everybody. Um, right. But no, I definitely think that it's important that when you're first getting started, you need to collaborate with people. So you need to find people who, you know, want you to work for free or want to pay you 50 bucks or whatever, just to get in things, just to get footage for your demo reel, right. um, you know, take some acting classes so that you can say, oh, I've studied with so-and-so and so-and-so. Um, just really sort of just being a go-getter. Right, exactly. There is so much competition that the only thing that can set you apart is that you're a go-getter, really. Right. Because, you know, for the most part, there's a million people who look like you, who sound like you, who can do everything you can do. Um, right. You know, I mean, everyone and his dog wants to be an actor. So exactly, exactly. it's tough. There's a lot of competition. Exactly. Um, so for film creators, what do you think is the most important piece of equipment when creating film? Lights. lights. I think that um, I, I think that having some some good lights in your in your back pocket, not right. literally because they're they're right. giant. Exactly. Um, exactly. But <laughs> having good lights in your back pocket is great. Um, I, I know some people in the industry will say having, you know, sound equipment, but mm-hmm. I actually think you're much better off hiring someone to do your sound for you that actually knows what they're doing. Right. Uh, because if your project has shitty sound, oh, nobody's yeah. going to watch it yeah. no matter how beautiful it looks. Exactly. And there's and trust me, like I've seen some that are stunning cinematography, like some come into Fearless that have beautiful beautiful visuals but then if the sound is all scratchy or you don't know what's going on or it's muffled then it's just not a good film sadly um you know i and i mean in my career i've worked with you know people like carol polo and um, marvin kaplan who you know he was a film creator that you know he started off as um doing voiceover for top cat um which has been out for (sighs) 60 years 
Um, and that's one thing that, you know, um, I agree with is, you know, with sound, you have to have someone professionally do it because, you know, setting up, even here, I couldn't set up any sound information or, you know, uh, devices even for the studio, let alone, you know, a big film where you have to have, you know, somewhat crisp, clear, you know, you want to know what the actor's saying and, you know, because that's, you know, the visual can be perfect, but if you don't have some kind of content with it, then, you know, you're not actually getting emotionally connected with the film. Yeah, sorry. Unfortunately, you, you got really scratchy there, so I, I'm not too sure what you said for that whole okay. bit there. No, no, no. I was, oh, okay, so I was just, um, you know, saying that, uh, you know, when it comes to sound, that you can have the, the most visible of uh, visual you know p uh art piece but if you don't have you know that sound that extra emotional connection to the film and it kind of you know uh basically washes out the whole film yeah yeah i i agree i agree it's interesting actually because i the series that i made it's complicated yeah. um we did it very much like uh almost like a music video there's hardly any dialogue in it at all okay it's mostly text messages and facetime and that sort of thing right so you know it, there's music throughout the whole thing and um yeah it's sort of like if you don't have that good sound do something right. like that do something that's creative that's and different and exactly. you know that's a that's a great way to you know um kind of get around the sound issue is you know silent films with you know music and you know lots of visuals i think now nowadays especially with since you know texting is so common that we can you we might get away with just having a you know movie that's all about texting and no dialogue yeah. just yeah. texting hmm yeah and i mean to some to some degree as well like when i when i collaborated with tony babcock to make it's complicated and you know when we got finished and we were done editing and everything and we were releasing it we actually said to each other we said we probably could have done this show without any dialogue right we could have probably done the whole thing without ever once speaking because you know the majority of it was dialogue list anyways right and it worked i mean it works with text messages and the beauty of something like that as well is you know streaming platforms now are are so international that people are going to watch your film in many languages and ideas like text messages can easily be translated so people can watch it as if it's their native language as opposed to subtitles exactly well we're running out of uh, time here and I had too many questions left over but that's okay um, so if people want to find out more information about Fearless is there a website or anything like that? Yeah they can go to fearless.li or they can just search for Fearless on the App Store or Google Play and download the app there's a 14 day free trial check it out awesome so again that's going to be it for the show if you want to follow gaiman's podcast you can at gaiman's podcast on facebook twitter or instagram uh if you have a question you can phone in your question at 949-783-8514 extension 4 or text your question to 949-783-8514 standard text message rates do apply matt kai it was good talking to you today my pleasure i'm glad to be here right um so uh that's gonna do it for us i'll talk to you guys next week Bye, guys.